morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening to Table Talk with Rookie's Family. We are the podcast, a family podcast right here at your audio service. We have a mini technical miracle today here. Um, four of us are in studio. Two of us are via, on via the telephone. Uh, Matthew, where are you? I am on a bus in Boston currently. Currently taking full advantage of the uh, uh, public transportation in uh, Massachusetts? Yes. All right. And McLaren, where are you? Um, I am, I don't even know technically what town I'd be in. Like a little bit outside of Spooner, Wisconsin. Okay. On Lake Rooney. Lake Rooney. So you're just hanging out with, you're hanging out with friends. Yes. We're up at my friend's cabin. All right. And Matthew, um, you, uh, you were here for a spell and then you, uh, you went back to not home, but you went back to Boston. Current residence. <laughs> Otherwise, Gabe's here, Sophia's here, and Mom and Dad are here. And uh, it was the uh, 4th of July, and uh, Mom and I spent it alone. For you, <laughs> You had good food, though. Uh, yeah, we really, wow. did have, we really did have good food. If you want to see uh, some of the food we have, do we have that on the uh, Instagram for Family Podcast, or was that just on mine? That was on your Instagram. Oh, okay. But we can put we it can on. Do that. Do that because but we... Not not only was the 4th of July, it was also Sophia's big birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Aldrin. correct. Sophia had a birthday on Friday. 19, baby. This we is made it. 19 years old. Oh, <laughs> uh, happy... What, what were the songs you kept playing? Uh, I sent her... Uh, hey, ni- 19. Well, Hey, 19 by Steely Dan, which is just a, a great summer song or any time. But I also sent... Um, uh, 19 by H- Hardcastle. It was the one, uh, it's a really cool, like a high tech. The message is weird. It's about the average age of the combat soldier in Vietnam was 19, and it was 26 in World War II. But he, it's a really cool song, and uh, I sent it to her, and she's like, that was kind of a weird song. Nice, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That is like a dorky dad thing. Dad likes songs that have 19 in it and send it to you on your yeah. birthday. <laughs> Classic. I did not include any dad jokes, though, so that's good. Yeah. But you had that's a nice birthday, Fee. I did have a nice birthday. What did you do? Got my favorite dinner, steak and potatoes, mm. birthday oh, yeah. cake. I don't know. I just kind of hung out with family. Nice mm. nice water bottle for your gift. Yes. I asked for a hydro flask, and I got one. What so. is the... What's the trend what's the hydro flask i don't understand that's just a water bottle right no it's a water bottle that's trendy and it keeps your stuff hot or cold for very long so it's not a water bottle no it is is a water bottle bottle. you why did you just say no to dad asking if it was a water bottle well i'm saying it's more than just a water bottle it's perfect it can do tricks yes it's an amazing (laughs) water bottle okay let me comprehend this then so uh, I thought Yeti was all the rage, and that was the the premier uh, cooler water bottle to get. What is this other uh, one? That's you're, that's you're more on the of right like track a, with a day drinking type. Yetis are like, cups. Okay. Yeah, Yeti yeah. doesn't really have like wa- oh, like a water bottle. They've got like canteens, thermoses, like coffee mugs, day drinking cups. Okay, so really coolers. So you guys all know that you're being played, right? It's just a water bottle or it's a cooler. Yeah. I have a knockoff. Okay. You're a fetty. At le- Fake I Eddie. have not been played. At least you're smarter, Matthew, but this is all marketing. It's just a, a water bottle that keeps your coffee hot or your water cold. It's not, 
You don't need. You can get a six ninety nine at Walmart. You don't need to have a a forty dollar cup. It's exactly pleasing. No, I was. It looks like any other black water bottle. No, it doesn't. It's a staff. I was telling you the other day, Dad. I've I've gone. uh, I think it's about four weeks now with just a a Dasani water bottle that I refill. Oh, (laughs) man, man, that's my boy. That's poisonous. That's what I told him. Yeah. It is not. I'll it send you a water bottle in the mail. I'll Amazon Prime one for you. Nope. Uh, I, I, Matthew, who still has his first nickel and is as cheap as ever, um, I think that's a good idea. But maybe not for that long. You might want to maybe a couple of days and then, uh, you know, can it. I replace it. I'm going to get you a Hydro Flask. Yay. <laughs> I'll replace it with a new Dasani. Well, we're, <laughs> we're definitely getting off topic. This wasn't a – we didn't want to talk about water bottles, but I just – I think it's so funny that there's always a new trend, and why can't any of you people on this family podcast invent something that's the next trend so we're making millions of dollars and living on Manitou Island? I could. Maybe that's the next thing I'm on. Picture that. No. I guarantee no. Why do you guarantee no? She's not inventing a water bottle. for fancy water bottles. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we talked about that on her birthday. <laughs> Didn't you get in trouble in second grade or something like that? Mm-hmm. What happened? My teacher came up to me, and I had this jean water bottle. It was like a purse water bottle, kind of. Like, it had, like, clothes for the water bottle. And she came up to me, and she was telling the class that they should all be bringing waters. And she came up to me and held up my water bottle and said, your water bottle doesn't have to be fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so rude. I felt so awkward about it. But yet again, I was like kind of a humble flex. I don't know. I had a cute water bottle. It was a, a humble very fancy flex, water bottle. Did you just yeah, say? Like a jacket, yeah. Like a jean jacket. Yeah, it was. That was neat. Well, you were fancy and you were you got called out for the first time in second grade. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You. Back to the 4th of July. Sophia's 19. She had a great birthday. She had a great meal, and now Fourth uh, of July. Uh, uh, was it as promised, or was it a little bit of a letdown for you guys? Because you guys are always Fourth of July. We're rocking. This is we're doing it. Let's go. How was it? And where'd you go? Well, for us up here, we're over here. I think we're up and over. Yeah. Um, but we had like a nicer, kind of overcasty morning, and then about one or two. It was like a torrential downpour, and everyone's phones kept going off for, like, flash flood warnings. So we were stuck inside the cabin and spent the day playing some good good drinking games. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm proud of you. Thank <laughs> you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like trouble. Matthew, what about you? We, uh, Sophia and I were both out on Lake Minnetonka for the day, and it, uh, it started off pretty overcast. And it ended up raining pretty hard for about a half hour. But we were out in the middle of the lake on the boat, tied up with a bunch of other boats, and we uh, we stuck it out. We stayed out there. We still uh, we still swam during the rain and everything, and we actually had a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Then it cleared up, and it was beauty, beauty of the day. Yeah, very fun. Good. I'm not sure if you guys can also hear the uh, stops being announced on the bus. Yes. I don't know if you guys can. Okay. Yeah, you're approaching 10th Street, so I heard the bell ring a couple times, so you're going to have to. <laughs> Stop was requested. <laughs> Gabe, how about you? Uh, I spent the day with friends. It did rain a couple, couple times, but we went into someone's house, and then we went to watch fireworks. Nice. Yep. Uh, we watched you? the same fireworks as Gabe. We went and... Uh, 
mm-hmm. into St. Paul and watch a neighborhood put on a fantastic fireworks display. Private display. Private, yep. And it's actually really fun and cool to see since the city of St. Paul can't manage to do fireworks. I think the neighborhoods are going to take it over and St. Paul's going to have fireworks everywhere. Well, St. That- Paul just keeps electing those good people in the office that love all the fun things, right? Okay, sarcasm. <laughs> uh, that display has been... Uh, the charge has been led by the late great Jerry Cheetah, who uh, who worked uh, in St. Paul. Here was a just a wonderful guy. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, about a year or so ago, and the torch has been passed. Uh, his son Chris, as well, helped out and Jason, but um, the torch has been passed, and now there's some there's some new blood that's in charge of it, and they did not miss a beat. So we're uh, very happy that uh, Groveland. If you're ever looking for a place. Don't Groveland. give it up. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Groveland and St. Paul. Whoops. Um, <laughs> if you remember that for next year, you'll you'll be in for a treat. And throw them some money if you saw it this year. They have a GoFundMe page. Donate. Throw yeah, 20 bucks in there. Twenty five. Yeah. It's, uh, it, will, uh, it will keep the, uh, the fireworks going. And it really, I mean, all the people that live around there, they can be kind of, uh, you know, anti-firework. But uh, the crowd that gathers, it's like they suspend it for the, the night, and it's just a, a great community gathering. And they even had music. They were set to music, which was quite impressive. Yeah, that was oh, really wow. neat. Yeah. I think someone was just playing music. <laughs> someone Mom. just had a speaker. What? I, I walked well, back. We could hear it from everywhere. It was a big speaker, but the, someone was just playing music. It was like oh, John wow. Cusack from Say Anything was just sitting there with the holding up the the uh, radio. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Um, your Fourth of July, Mom. Uh, started out kind of sad and pitiful and oh my mourning God. the no, fact that oh all my, my children didn't want to spend the Fourth of July with me. I offered and you said no. We had, we and had. then that proceeded for them sending us Fourth of July photos in the family group message to make everyone feel bad. Damn right. Yep, that's correct. Fourth of July's past, <laughs> not current. The original plan was to go. Uh, Mom, Dad, and Gabe were going to go on the St. Croix, go up to uh, Taylor's Falls. And uh, Taylor's Falls Canoe Rental's got a great the kayaks or canoes, and you just hop in the river, and you flow down until uh, one of the stops. You can go a short or long stop, and then the bus takes you back, so you're never fighting upstream. It's a really relaxing deal. We did it last year. Two years ago, we went to New York, and then before that, we, we were on the river as well as a family. But, uh, you know, you get older, and they yeah. start doing different things. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, um, since, since that was a bust, let me just finish, Matthew. I'm sorry. Uh, since yeah. that was a bust, uh, I knew Mom was very down. She took Gabe uh, around to get some uh, tasks done. So I ran to the store and grabbed some French bread, some cheese, some uh, sausage, and I grabbed a bottle of wine. And so we were going to have a picnic in Mini Haha. I wanted to surprise her. And uh, I know. So cute. It went well until the downpour. <laughs> and we were under a tree. So I took the waterproof blanket and said, let's put this above us. And unfortunately, I put it upside down. You know, the... Uh, where You're the, kidding the, me. No. Soft side. I did the uh, plastic yeah. side instead of the material side. Just, but I quickly reacted and went, oh, no, it's upside oh. down. And uh, so we just kissed in the rain. 
Of course they did. They're always (laughs) making out. But if you are, if you have nothing to do and it's a gorgeous day, Minnehaha Falls, if you walk down the stairs, it is so much fun to people watch. It is all races, all ages. It is United Nations. It's wonderful. It's everybody together just having fun, jumping in the, uh, the creek and, of course, sea salt up above. The line was around the corner, and it is a fantastic restaurant. I love it. Do you like it, Gabe? I don't. I don't. That was a pretty in-depth, in-depth description. Well, I like the yeah. creek part. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's pronounced creek. I'm pretty sure That's there's two That's what I thought, too. I'm coming creek. up on the creek. Creek would yep. be C-R-E-K. What? That'd be crack. That's crack. Crack creek. C-R-I-K. It's a creek. It doesn't matter. C-R-E-K. Well, still doesn't matter. It's C R E E K. Pronounced Creek. I think we know where Gabe stands. So the (laughs) creek was full, and it was uh, it was a bunch of people, and we just sat on the rocks and ate our cheese and had our drinks, and we were good to go. It was fun. It was fun. It ended up being a nice Uh, day. Fourth of July related. I hadn't seen this before. Have you guys ever seen the video of the San Diego fireworks from like seven years ago? I think it was. No, no, I have. The, the entire show lit off at once, the fireworks show. I probably did at the time, but I'm not recalling it. It is awesome. 2012? I, should, I saw it on Twitter somewhere. It is absolutely fantastic. The whole show just lights off right at once. Well, that sounds it dangerous. Is. It's really cool. That sounds oh, yeah, dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, I showed Sophia, and it, it is awesome. And everybody, it did, the whole show took about 30 seconds. It was probably a half-hour show. It lit off in 30 seconds. The whole sky looks like a nuclear bomb just went off. And everybody is screaming and cheering because it's awesome. Everyone loved it. They're like, that was the best fireworks show I've ever seen. Uh, I Sophia think I would have been fearful. Sophia has pulled up the video of it, and it is really cool. It's right yeah. on the the drink there, so there's water, but uh, people are it's running. Just, people are running. Oh, those people are excited. So if you get the chance, Google San Diego fireworks 20, 2012, and you'll be able to yeah. check it out. But I've it's never awesome. seen anything like that. And the the clouds of smoke and that must smell really good. <laughs> I yeah. don't. I don't remember that happening. I feel like I, I maybe I did see it then, but I yeah. forgot. But I feel like I would remember that because it's an awesome video. I wonder whose idea that would be to to shoot everything off at once. Well, though. My I think it was an accident. It was a clearly a mistake. I wasn't even joking. That's like three, two, one. Let's well, go. was there any loss of life? Well, now no, I, I now I, now I feel bad. I, I didn't mean to. People died. Okay. Oh, well, man. sure, they wouldn't be sitting right there. Yeah. It's probably electric. You know, they turn the key, and it's those igniters that are uh, electronic, so they don't... It's still not a good situation. It's not a good situation, and I'm a fool for thinking that somebody did that on purpose. That that obviously was an accident. It's very uncontrolled, (laughs) but it's cool still. So I have an update on the State Fair Foods we were talking about last week, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was kind of interesting because we had talked about the uh, donut holes, that you injected the different flavorings yep. mm-hmm. with the syringes. And yep. so I happened to come upon a petition. And the petition is to stop the Minnesota State Fair from allowing Wing Walker donuts 
to use plastic syringes. No. So there's a petition being circulated. They're trying to get 200 people to sign it. Currently, there are 128 who have signed. 200 people. That ding ding. Yeah. yeah. Right. It says um, the Windwacker Donut Flight is one of the many new foods offering at the state fair this year. Each order of donut holes comes with three syringes of fillings to inject into them. Oh. The waste generated, three syringes times thousands and thousands of orders over the 10-day fair. It's actually a 12-day fair. I don't know why people can't ever get that So right, right there, you are <laughs> um, denied. Uh, in addition, the image conveyed by syringes being cool and containing treats, not to mention being littered around the ground, is not one we should be wanting to promote. I can tell you the exact person that started that petition, and I don't want them at the fair. You mean that type of person? Yeah. I can tell well, you exactly what they well, are. The thing is, the fair has people walking around 24-7 picking up all of the trash on the ground, and it's a controlled area where it's not going to go into the streets. It's okay, all going to so stay inside the fair. These donuts do not need to be a thing, though. These look disgusting. Those look so good. Yeah. No. Yes. Uh, they look, I want to do it no. for sure. Be for yourself. No. It's Dad. fun. Ew. It's fun. But here's here's the, the real the the real part of it. Whether you agree or disagree, you don't have to have a petition to ban them from doing this. Uh, <laughs> this is let the market bear. If you choose not to do this because it repulses you, then don't buy it. But it, exactly. should, it should not, there should not be a, a law or a petition or a whatever um, to say you cannot do this because it's wasteful. That uh, being wasteful is not a crime. And if, again, let the market bear, if, if nobody goes to that because they're repulsed by it, then they know that they can't do it anymore. But it shouldn't be um, dictated that you can or cannot do this because it's not environmentally okay. I wonder That's if people are going to have signs outside of the Because <laughs> there, there are for sure going to be some passionate people about it. But the state fair doesn't really allow protests. Okay. And they'd yeah. have to pay you to go inside and then just stand there with the sign in front of syringes. You never know. <laughs> I, I Truthfully, I hate the message of the syringe. I it's don't like fun. that at all. No. It's not fun. Yeah, it is. You get yeah, to inject your own sick. filling in your donut. I think it's a fun idea, and I think it's sad that people are trying to wreck it. I think it looks like you're sick. Nope. I disagree. I don't like the idea at all. I think the state fair made a huge mistake in allowing this food to come in. I can't tell if you're kidding. or I'm not you kidding. signing the petition? Then? No, I would never sign the petition. I agree <laughs> with Dad. Let the market decide if they like it or not. But me personally, I think the fair made a mistake. I agree, Mom. Well, I, think I do not. I think that's rude. <laughs> Maddie? I, McLaren, McLaren has something to say. Oh. Well, I just think that that's rude that they're trying to work someone else's business in that sense that they're trying to say that they can't use plastic. I think that's ridiculous. I think they can use plastic because they want to, and that's a fun idea. So I would not sign a petition, and I think the state district even allow that to be a petition. So will you be buying these? Right. Are you supporting I will. them? I would. I'm not saying that I want to eat the dang donut. I'm saying I want to eat the dang donut. They do whatever the heck they want to do. It's their business. The state fair already let them in. They can't kick them out. And if they, for that sole reason, the state fair is run by a bunch of lunatics that support Melvin Carter. Okay. 
I uh, I think just for the sake of trying it, I will try it. Just I mean, when we go there. I think uh, we I think we have to try it as um, table talk with rookies family podcast family people. We have to at least try it or go to the booth. Mom and Sophia don't get to try it though. That's okay. I don't want to. Well, I don't you don't get I to. to either. I hate mom jelly filled stuff. Me too. The next question is, are the donuts any good? Probably not. Yeah, I bet they're amazing. It's they, the state I, fair. They perfect every single food they serve. I'm sure they're amazing, but f- have them filled. Uh, who's on the merry-go-round? Are you on a merry-go-round? I'm like pissed. I'm going to go out and punch his fuckers' <laughs> face. Shut the hell up. What, what was that? I don't know. He's honking at a car, but he, just shut up. No one wants your honking. Right. <laughs> I thought you transferred to a merry-go-round. Maybe you read a... Unbelievable. Let me know what... Uh, what about the donuts, Matthew? Chime in. I'm uh, I'm not a huge fan of the whole, like, injecting. I'm not... I just It's a weird... Con- Jeez. It's just a weird concept to me. Uh, but at the same time, I, I probably would try them, and I think it'd be kind of fun. Uh, but it would be just... It, it's weird... But it's unique and it's cool and it's an attraction and that's what the fair is looking to do is attract people. Like a corn dog only attracts so many people, but you you get some cool items like that, a little unique and differentiated, so it could be cool. But I get the legitimacy of like the they're wasting a lot of plastic because it's like a one-use plastic syringe. All right, Matthew. Well, I think we're gonna. Uh, I think the the syringe controversy is gonna be put to uh, rest. Speaking of that. Uh, I know that the the telephone, I know you guys had a little bit of, um, we had a little technical difficulty with the phones, <laughs> so we need to uh, let Matthew and McLaren go, uh, and they'll be they'll be around for the next family podcast, but they're on to bigger and better things in uh, in Spooner and in, uh, what is Matthew, is he going to go watch the uh, World, World Cup. Cup? And by the time you listen to this podcast, it will be over, so I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I think they've got a solid chance. To uh, to become champions, are you going to watch? Do you want? Do you have any desire to watch that? No, <laughs> I'm getting a blank stare from mom. Gabe, you're not into that. Sophia, no. Well, it's really that's a really a huge feat that they have gone this far. I watched like the last five minutes of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, it's so boring. Ugh. My favorite is extra time. Yeah. Explain extra time. How does that work? I mom? do understand extra time. Tell now. me. During the game, okay. when there is a stoppage in the game for I don't even know what reasons, but so I guess I don't so understand like it completely, but an injury or something, uh, the referee has a uh, little stopwatch. stopwatch in his pocket or her pocket, and they can click it. They don't have to, though. It's up to them if they want to or not, and it keeps that time. And then at the end of the game, the referee will take that out and go, I've got five minutes of additional time to add to the clock. Wow. So they add that to the clock. Very good, Mom. Huh? Oh, look at you. Wow. Soccer Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what are we on to next? We were just talking about the donuts, the syringes. You have some state fair news? or uh, what Well, is one more state fair thing. I feel like we're doing a lot of state fair stuff, but it is kind of it's a fun topic, and it's coming up, and... Uh, Newsweek did an article on the 10 best late summer festivals in the world. Mm. In the world. In the world? The world. The world. Yeah. And the State Fair is one of them. So they're not ranked. They're just saying they're one of the 10 best. They're not. uh, Oh, I've got the list here, too, of of festivals. Uh, should, Should we do the 10 best? Try. 
All right, the Port Elliot Festival, um, that is in Cornwall, England. The ultimate uh, literary festival where authors are the rock stars. Port Elliot also celebrates fashion, food, and art, and a long weekend of camping and bohemian fun. Okay, I'd go. Uh, that sounds like it'd be really cool. Uh, then number two, the uh, Dubrovnik Summer Festival, and that is in Croatia. I think the Croats know how to party. Well, I do want to go to Cro- Croatia. I'm not sure that this looks like what I'd want to do there. Uh, no. Soak up the best dance, opera, and theater in this medieval city has to offer in ancient theaters and parks since the fest takes place at the height of the tourist season. Watch out for crowds and book ahead. No, I'll skip that one. But Croatian is a definite uh, uh, yeah. destination. On my list. The World Body Painting Festival. Mm. That is in Austria, Klagenfurt, Austria. Uh, Enter the world of optical illusion during this festival, which is, as its name suggests, all about the art of body painting. Tens of thousands gather to paint, be painted, and celebrate visual culture. I think that would be really cool to see. That would be fun to see. And you got the best of the best there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. Now, you can Google this. um, Just Google the 10 best late summer festivals and find the Newsweek article. The next one is the Galgetza Festival. This is in Mexico. Uh, this week-long festival is a tradition that has taken place for centuries, held in the heart, cultural heart of Mexico. Galgetza. I'm sorry. I'm pro- I know I'm doing a bad job. So Sophia, cases. maybe Sophia, with all of her Spanish, can tell us what that word is. Nope. How about Gabriel? No. No, nope, not going to take a shot at it. Galgetza sounds fine. Galgetza. You don't mind? You got to go to Galgetza. I love it. No. Mexico. Taiwan oh, International I, Balloon Fest. Oh, yes. That is. That would be really cool. New, I, <laughs> I've been trying to go to the Hudson, Wisconsin Balloon Fest for the last 20 years, and I haven't made it there, so my chances of going to Taiwan for theirs <laughs> is zero. Where's the other big one? New Mexico? New Mexico has okay. one. Okay. Yes. So forget Taiwan, forget New Mexico. <laughs> you just want to go to Hudson, Wisconsin. <laughs> Uh, the skies above Taiwan's lush highlands are full of huge, colorful hot air balloons during this month-and-a-half-long festival. Flying shows, balloon rides, a night glow concert, balloon wedding celebrations, and a summer camp. Amazing. What are you doing for the star? I'm going to balloon camp. Huh? <laughs> uh, the White Nights Festival is in St. Petersburg, Russia. That's in mid-July. The annual summer festival occurs during the natural phenomenon when the sky remains light throughout the night. It celebrates classical ballet, opera, and orchestral music, orchestral music, and culminates in a spectacular display of fireworks. I bet that's neat. Really, yeah. I skip that one. You would? Me too. Yeah. I want to go to Russia. How about uh, White Nights? Oh, Russia! Would, I would love to go to Russia. Yeah. You think July with that? She this no. means good luck. Russians are sick. Uh, then there's uh, what did I say? White Night in Melbourne, Australia. This massive new arts festival was moved from February to August this year to help people overcome their winter doldrums. Celebrating local artists and creators, it's part light show pass, part performance, art, and all good fun. That's, that doesn't sound very exciting, though, does it? No. Uh, the Nadam Festival is in Mongolia, and they got a picture of a dude with a uh, arch, a bow and arrow, and he looks Mongolian. He looks like he knows yeah. what he's doing. This sport and cultural festival celebrating nomadic culture began as a draft for Genghis Khan's army. Featuring archery, wrestling, and long-distance horseback riding, it is Mongolian culture at its finest. I would go there for the wrestling, huh? Skip. I would go. Skip. Skip, skip that? Skip. Okay, skip. Minnesota State Fair, they got a picture of me. Hey. 
a, a bitten corn dog with mustard all over it. <laughs> it really is. Now, come on. Okay. It's yeah. a terrible photo to showcase this. The this other, would not make me go to the state fair. The How other ones are so cultured, and this one is just a corn dog. Yeah. It actually looks kind of gross. Yeah. Well, let's see the like description. Like an eating festival. Okay, one of the largest state fairs in the U.S., the Great Minnesota Get-Together is Americana at its best. For 12 days, more than two people roamed the 322-acre grounds, taking in the 4-H livestock competitions, swap meets, auctions, concerts, and other carnival attractions. Okay. I would just like to point out first. Yes. It's more than two million people. Not two people. But I guess you are correct. There is more than two people that go there. (laughs) <laughs> you got me on that one. Two million people. I appreciate that they have the 12 days right. However, swap meets and auctions. What is a swap meet? I don't know. Like that, if, like if you have your car and you're going to trade the tractor right. for the car, that kind of I stuff. I don't think either of those items ha- or either of those activities take place during the state fair. Well, you do it at the MSRA and things like that, but not during the state fair. other times of the year, yes, but I've never heard of swap meets or auctions at the fair during the 12-day run. Look at what they missed in their description. Arts? Uh, arts is Food? one. Food. The they picture... The picture showcases the corn dog, but then in their description, Ooh. they don't mention food. But I thought they meant swap meats, like a meat... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a hamburger? No, I really I got a piece of steak here if you could uh, oh, switch it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to go swap yep. some meat I at the state fair. Got these ribs. <laughs> Sophia's always the funniest on the podcast, oh, believe yeah. me. Uh, next is the Maralal International Camel Derby. What? This is in Kenya. Uh, a two-day festival celebrating dromedaries. Maralal attracts international competitors and viewers alike who come to participate in the annual race put on by the Samburu tribe. No, I am definitely not no. going not to Not up that. for the camel fest? Camel spit. Are dromedaries camels? Let's go to the tape. What do you got? Uh, dromedaries. What? Look up dromedaries, please. I've never... Uh, D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-I-E-S. Dromedary. Oh, it's a camel, yep. Dromedary camel. Okay. Might just be a certain type. I'm going to skip that one. Yeah. You want to go to Camel Fest? Um, Nope. They have Mm -hmm. a local one here, don't they? Isn't it like Middle East Fest? Middle East Fest? Well. And they have somebody riding a camel? No, they say camel rides. That's one of their big things. No, but it's not just like, it's not this. It's not celebrating camels. How much could you celebrate a camel? Camel rides is one of the biggest things that they say. Everywhere you see it, it's camel rides. Who here has ridden a camel? I have. Not me. What? I feel like I have, but Actually, I Actually, I might so. have at the Renaissance. Yeah, they don't they have them there, and the circus always had camel rides and elephant rides. Never been to a circus. Mm-hmm. I've never ridden a camel or an elephant. I have. Wow. You yeah. must have been rich growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Went Spoiled. to the circus every year. Spoiled. Wow. How? I said, wow. Oh. Okay, that's enough for the state fair. We've been giving them quite a few plugs, but yeah. they've been in the news, so if we uh, we want to. Well, I just want to say too. I think it is pretty impressive that this was festivals around the world. So it could have been any festival in the United States. Yeah, and true. they picked the state fair. So yeah. I, like I, one I of the big ones was... in California, like Coachella or all those. Right, mm-hmm. right. There are other things. There's that Burning Man, and you know, mm-hmm. there's other festivals that are. I would agree. I, and the Texas State Fair. 
Texas State Fair is huge, but I wonder why they chose specifically Minnesota because it's, I don't know, there must have been an in. I mean, to, mm-hmm. to do that, no, I'm, I'm saying that's a good thing. I'm, I'm yeah. happy that they it's picked it. It's a cool it. list to be on. That's a, that's a badge of honor. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. Moving on from the fair, what's next on the docket? We were going to talk about Jack's Cafe. That's where we're going next. McLaren and Matthew, so lost, so lost this week by not being here. Uh, we're going to brunch at Jack's Cafe uh, right after we record this podcast and uh, encourage you to um, to do any special. Uh, full disclosure, I'm going to be doing an endorsement for Jack's Cafe. Uh, Billy Kozlak, who I've known for since high school, um, they've got a great place uh, in northeast Minneapolis. It is Jack's Cafe, and it is old school. It's generation after generation. It's uh, generations of people going there. It has a wonderful patio in the back that we had dinner there last week, and uh, we sat in the back. There's a little, describe it. Describe the back patio. There's a crick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say No such wrong. thing. <laughs> What's that? Okay, so there is a little creek that runs through the back patio, and it has trout in the creek. And what's really interesting about that is if you order the fresh trout, you get a net and you go out there with your waitress or waiter and you get to catch your own trout with the net and then you hand it off to your wait staff and they bring it to the kitchen and that's prepared for your meal. Uh, we did get to witness this happen. It's uh, To me, it's a little bizarre. It's, it's fresh. super fun. Um, I love it. It's yeah. It's, it's like the uh, like the lobster, the live lobster. You you. They also have the live lobster. Yep. You don't catch them, however. Right. But you know they've got the piano. They've got uh, the patio is one of the best patios I think in the Twin Cities by far. It's, oh yeah. It's secluded, um, so it's not open to the streets at all. It's well kept. It's gorgeous. The flowers are beautiful. There's, it's shaded nicely with trees. It's got a little mill wheel. What would you call that? What? Yeah, like the uh, like the a mill, like mill. a flower mill or wheel. 